Hello and welcome to today's episode of Arcanum Obscura. I'm your host, Nate. Hello, I am Chris. I'm the other host. <laughs> you know what I'm really proud we didn't do this time? What? We didn't clear our throats as soon as we started recording. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't smoke crack beforehand. But... That's true. Had to get that burnt plastic taste out of our throats. <clears throat> but now I'm clearing my now throat now. Because I had to point it out. Normally, every time we hit the record button, the first like minute is just like us going. I know. <coughs> ah, <coughs> Make sure you get it all in there so it's on the recording. Yeah, I want I want them to hear what we do every time, and then we edit it out. But this time we didn't do it, so I now want them to experience what we don't do. Yes, and also this is going to be the last episode of the podcast forever. Yeah, forever. Forever of the Smurl story. Even if we do two goddamn parts for the last episode, yeah. it'll be we done have, today. We have them all. We have everything written out for the rest of the goddamn book. It's not too much. It's a bit. I have like four pages, five pages. You have like three yeah. or four. Two and a half. Okay, so I want to tell you that story. Oh, you had a story, right? Correct. Yes. It has nothing to do with ghosts, nothing to do with weird stuff. Just stupid people. <laughs> I mean,. It, I would say it's weird, but we also live in Florida. Yeah. We oh, this with... is a total Florida man story. Kinda. Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So, I'm coming home, right? And it's a standard road. One lane going each direction. In front of me is a silver car. In front of that is a dark gray car. Mm-hmm. Like a PT Cruiser type car. I don't know what type of car it was. In front of that, there was like three or four more cars. PT Cruiser like car. It looked like a PT Cruiser. It's probably a PT Cruiser. Well, no, because my father had a car that looked just like a PT Cruiser, but it was something else. Huh. That's when I crashed. A PT Romer. No. <laughs> so, anyway, you got the silver car, you got the gray PT Cruiser, you got about four or five other cars in front of them. The silver car isn't happy with the speed of the PT Cruiser. Was the PT Cruiser doing the speed limit? Yes. Yeah. But he had four right. or five other cars in front of him. He couldn't go much faster. Right. So a turning lane opens on the left for people to pull into to turn down a side road. Yep. The silver car shoots into that, floors it past the PZ Cruiser, cuts in front of it. Oh. Now, now the PZ one Cruiser car is not happy. So he's <laughs> riding the silver car's ass. Okay. He shoots over the double solid lane Ooh. lines to pass the... Silver car. The silver car. He speeds up. He gets on the side of it. I'm guessing he probably gave him the finger because he hung there for a second. And he started or to Or he just wanted up. to look at the dickhead who thought that was a cool idea. Yeah. So then he realized he can't get in. Fucking idiot. There was no room for him to get in. So they're speeding down the road. He's in the wrong lane. There's no oncoming traffic, luckily. About four cars up, a little gold car pulls into a turning lane to go down her side road to go home. Mm-hmm. He sees that at the last second, goes to swerve around it just as the gold car goes to take its turn, slams into it in the front left quarter panel. Luckily, the girl didn't turn farther. It would have been a door. Jesus. Shoots off the road and into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> there goes so the PT Cruiser. He fucked up the gold car, who was an, basically an innocent bystander. He fucked up his car. The silver car just drove right on by. Yeah. Nobody yep. actually stopped. I'm like, in New York, it's the law. If to you witness stop? an accident, you have to stop. It's you're... not a law here. 
Okay, because nobody stopped, and I'm like, if nobody's stopping, maybe it's not a law here, so I kept going. Mm -hmm. And then I rode the silver car's ass. Luckily, they were going, <laughs> they were going all the same directions as me. Uh huh. So I kept getting on their ass and holding my phone like I was taking a picture of their license plate. Nice. And they kept speeding, and I'm like, you can't outrun Squish. <laughs> I could stomp on the gas like, right on their ass again. They were so fucking paranoid. You fool! Until we got to the last turn down here, they went left at Dollar General, and I went right. But I followed them all the way down, so they thought I was like, you know, following them and shit. <laughs> Just happened to be going the same way. That's funny. I like it. Well, they caused a fucking accident. Absolutely. Listen. But also, it's the PT Cruiser's fault a little bit. Oh, it's both of their faults. Absolutely. I, I cannot... feel bad for the gold car. Oh, the gold car. The poor It was like a little lady. girl, too. She was like A little short. eight-year-old driving. No, but she was... Like, when I drove by, you could see she was short. Like, her eyes just looked over the top of the steering wheel. That could have been an old lady. Uh, she didn't look old. She looked oh. young. Gotcha. But I, I can't fault the PT Cruiser too much, because that would have annoyed me too yeah but it wouldn't have annoyed me enough to go into a cross into I oncoming have, traffic i wouldn't have gone over into oncoming traffic if there was a double solid line people down here are weird anyway i don't know if it's everywhere but i've noticed it more since i've lived in florida yeah like i'll be going to work and it's two lanes going up the road and a car will be in the right lane i'll be in the left and he'll floor it even though there's no cars in front of him or no cars in front of me He'll floor it just to get ahead of me, and then he'll go the same speed as me, just because now he's in front. Yep. He's not even in my yep. lane. He's still in the other <laughs> lane, but now he's in the lead. I always see that. Whenever I do that, whenever I'm passing somebody, I'm hitting 70 and staying at 70. I'm passing you, and I don't want to see you ever again. I, I'm not going to go by you and go, ha-ha, now I'm in front, and then slow my ass down to normal speeds. Okay. If I'm passing you... I'm passing you. When I started college, well, it's just they have this attitude where if they're in front, they're doing better than you for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't, like when it comes to like the stop and go traffic, I usually stick with the flow of traffic. I don't try to outdo anybody because that's I how try you get to get in trouble. The fastest lanes, so I can get home fast. I mean, I get in the fastest <laughs> lane, but I'm not trying to like swerve in and out of I do traffic all the time. <clears throat> um, when I was in college. At first, I was in night classes. So when I was coming home... Dude, you're studying to become a knight? Yes. Nice. I can't think of the night school. Side night, night school? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Dude, I, I'm so glad I'm instantly I knew you were talking about. I'm behind like four nights. episodes now. I'm behind quite a bit as well. Yeah, I know. I passed you. I was like all caught up. I started to but catch up. But now I started doing the audio book, so I fell behind a few episodes. <laughs> but uh, I'd come home, and it was like... Uh, up there, it's the North Way, or Route 9, same as I-75 down here. Okay. So I'm going home, and there's really nobody on the road because it's like 11 o'clock at night. Right. And I see a car coming behind me. I did this fucking like every night I had school. It'd be flying. You know, you could see it just catching up to you really fucking quick. So I'd fucking speed up till I got to a car that was going really slow in the other lane, and then I'd match their speed. <laughs> just fucking locked them behind us the whole ride You're home. that dickhead? Yep. I hate when people do that to me when I'm on the highway. And he couldn't, you know, I was I had my Beretta, so I, it was a pretty quick car, so I could fucking... <clears throat> you said, oh God, you said I had my Beretta. I was like, the f you just packing in your car? Yeah. No, I had a Chevy Beretta. I love that car. But yeah, I would floor it and then catch up to whoever's going the slowest and then just slow down to their speed. That's you know, it. It's like a 65 mile an hour hate, road. And we're I all hate going like, it. Now we're going like 50. I hate when people do that to me. 
we used to skip school and uh all my friends had tempos so we'd all ride the buses to school because it was all like you know five different towns went to the one school mm -hmm. and we'd go to this mall um, up in holyoke in mass it was like a three-story mall we'd skip school and go there and they all had tempos and it was like a three-lane road going up there mm-hmm so we'd Soon sit three tempos straight across and block <laughs> the whole fucking interstate going up. <laughs> we had a car that passed us once, a convertible, and my friend just took his full soda can and just threw it out the window right into the convertible. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think that's fucking... You get back. Get behind us. Awesome. We were dicks. Yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, I'm still a dick. Yeah, that's true. I have one more thing to add before we start this. This onslaught of words and smurls. Uh, you gonna try and explain to people that you're not gay now? No. You have proof? No. Yes. Now I have definitive proof. No, that's not what I was gonna talk about. We were talking about cars and like people speeding past. I got really obsessed last week with underground racing. Like really obsessed. I don't know why. I was so I watched. Every Fast and the Furious. No, it wasn't even like I was watching a movie. I was just, I just happened to stumble across Underground Racing and I seen some stuff about it. And I was so close to buying a Honda Civic. Oh, Jesus. I it's almost. Like the, the typical. Exactly. Because you can it's do everything. The, the typical underground street racing car. It's because you can do tons of shit to them. They're also Japanese made. Apparently, if you want a street race, you have to get a Japanese-made car. Well, it depends. If you want a muscle car, you go American. Yeah, but if you want to do actual street racing, you have to go with they the do Jap it with American cars. I know the they do it with American cars. Show, and that's all they use. Is no, I'm American. talking about like actual, like illegal street racing. There's well, that's kind of what that show is. Except now I, they kind of have, you know, permission because they're recording the show. But before that, it wasn't legal. What I've seen of like. The local kind of stuff, the more actual, extremely illegal, and you all can go to jail kind of street racing. Though I don't, I'm not an expert. I don't know too much. It's mainly Japanese is a, is the base. You can just, of course it, change it. It just it up. depends on what you're doing, though. I mean, like absolutely. If you have a small Japanese car, you can do the turning and shit. If you have a big ass muscle car, you ain't gonna be doing the turning. You're more about just straight up muscle and speed. Right, but a lot of it's about drifting and like doing donuts and that kind of stuff. When it comes to the underground scene, what I've seen. Mm, not much drifting in America. It's not as huge as it is. You want to bet? I'll show you some videos. It's not as this. big as overseas. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not. The, like, it's like definitely you, not Japan. If you move to a town and you learn about some people that go out and race, they aren't drifting. Like up in section no. 11 at work, they they're, race. They don't drift. Um, they just have straight runs. Yeah, they usually they're, do drag races. Yeah. Oh, of course, more rural areas. Like well, that's here. what I'm saying. If you're doing drag, you want usually American muscle. Yes, if you're doing drag, yeah. absolutely. No, if you're gonna be doing like the shit and like no, I'm talking Tokyo about like drift parking. No, I'm talking about like little... dumb doing donuts and like drifting the shit oh, out of yeah, it. Yeah. I'm you're talking about like the Miami way. scene. The Miami scene's filled with drifters. No, they're all low riders and <laughs> that too with the little tassels around it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was so close to buying it. Honestly, I almost got a Honda Civic, even though I own a car. I wanted to get it so I could start drift, drifting and like doing that kind of stuff. You'd kill yourself. Absolutely would. That's why I haven't done it. That and I would totally go to jail within like three months of doing it. Not to mention you have a six-hour drive to get to any race where they actually need that type of car. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Living in, in the center of the state doesn't really help. My car is a 
five-second car, I can get there in five and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to teach my daughter how, uh, like, you'll be at a red light and, like, turn green and the fucking sports car blasts down the road. Mm-hmm. And, like, it doesn't really matter how fast you go. You're going to get to the same point the same amount of time. Relatively. I'm like, I'm like watch. I'm like, so we see this sports car shoot off over the hill. We can't even see it anymore. We get to the next red light. I pull right up next to him again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did the speed limit. You went about eighty. You got really far. It, you can and can't. There's especially with traffic lights that's why involved. We have traffic lights. You know, that's the whole purpose of them. I mean, I speed when it's just me in the car. I fucking floor it all the time. I told you about when I cut my hand. No. <laughs> like I cut my hand. You were still working there, weren't you? Yeah, you cut your you cut your hand with the knife and made it to where nobody no, can. No, it wasn't with a knife. I cut my hand with the uh, the stuff I was using to properly cut the weed eater cord. It wasn't my own knife. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it was my pocket knife. We said it was absolutely. Amos gave us for Christmas, so we wouldn't get in trouble. Absolutely. Um, you cut your hand with a pocket knife. Yeah. I'm not going to say if it was county certified or not. And everybody got in trouble for it. Yes, we all. Nobody could have pocket knives anymore. Except me. Because I said, Gerber. I, I said it was a multi-tool. It's not specifically a knife. It has other yeah. functions. Therefore, okay, so use it. Also, they can't tell you you can't have it because I found out everybody HR. Everybody has them. Yeah, I found out HR allows you to have those kind of stuff on you if it's a requirement of your job. And it, and is, it is a requirement of our job because you have no idea how useful those pocket knives are when you're out in the field and something happens. Yeah. There's a lot of shit you got to cut. There's I fucking use my... wild animals. It's, it's crazy out there. I know. You have to, like, sharpen a punji stick so you can fight off the bears. I chase the bears and gators. You were there when we found that bear, right? No. Somebody left the bear carcass. Uh, I, I mean, I was working there. I might have been on vacation, though. I, I know you were working there, but I don't remember if you were... Uh, they're there, but well, yeah, they they got a bear, and all they took was I think the skin and the head of the bear, and left everything else. It's illegal, isn't it? Yes, I think only Native Americans down here can touch bears and bald eagles. <clears throat> Even if they're dead on the side of the road, you're not allowed to touch them. Probably, um, I don't know. I don't know about to. the Native American part, but From I, what I understand, because my father warned me when I got here, he's like, if you ever see a dead bear, don't try and take anything. Or a bald yes. eagle, don't pull a feather. Well, don't touch an eagle, bald eagle regardless. Native Americans are allowed to because that's part of their tradition and heritage. Right. But, yeah, we just found a bear without any skin or a head out in the field. We found a deer. That was not fun. We found a deer about a month ago, same thing. They only cut a little bit of the meat off of it and left the rest of rot. Nice. So anyway, back to the story. So I sliced my hand <laughs> right below the index finger on the knuckle to the bone. Remember? Uh-huh. I remember. So I got stitches. I'm on my way home. I stopped at Publix to get the medication they gave me. Right. I grabbed some fucking supermarket sushi. My favorite. So I'm driving down the road. I got my hand all gauzed up. I'm driving with that hand. I'm eating sushi with my other hand, right? <laughs> Car pulls up next to me. Everybody gets mad when I tell them this because I don't know what the car was. It looked like a Charger, but it did not have, it wasn't a Dodge. It had a Chevy symbol. So I don't know what it was. Um, Brand new. Guy's in the car with his girlfriend. Starts revving his engine next to my fucking station wagon. (laughs) Which is great. We're going up 40. Right when the light changes, he guns it. I gun it. I hear him shifting through all of his gears behind me. 
<laughs> he couldn't catch. Wink, wink, yeah. wink. I'm like running out of the options there, buddy. I'm like buddy. fucking five, six cars in front of him now. You know, it's just me and him on the road, but it's like six car distance between us. Then we get to another red light. And I look over and I wave to one of my gauzed hand and I just have the sushi. In my hand. <laughs> yeah, you're showing off to your girlfriend and you just got your shit kicked out of you by a fucking station wagon, an automatic. Something like that? Or more newer? New. It was brand new. Oh, let's see if I can find a new it one. It looked just like the Charger, but it had a Chevy symbol on it. It's possible he could have just actually taken the Chevy, Chevy symbol and just yeah. stuck it on. I don't know. I'm not a huge Chevy person. Maybe a new Camaro? I don't know anything about cars. Neither do I. So I couldn't tell you what it was. But I kicked oh. his ass. <laughs> that? Kind of? Kind of. Kind of? Um, let's see if I can find newer ones. Hold on, give me two seconds. Um, but you kicked his ass with your little yeah, squish. I bet. You know, it's like, fucking hilarious. You know, like in the Grinch house, heart grew three times that day? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this guy's dick shrunk three times that day. <laughs> Oh, it wasn't that beefy. <laughs> that would have kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, we've delayed long enough. We need to dive in to this episode of The Smurls and What Would You Do? I can't come up with a wittier name than that because I, I just can't. Don't make me. You got a wittier name? I have no idea what you're trying to come up with a name for. So now I don't. This arc that we're going on? <laughs> so I've just been calling it on the titles. I know, but I wanted a funnier name because it's it's fucking long and killing all of us inside yeah. and outside. And we're gonna finish it up today. We're yes. doing it. We're doing it live, except not live. Live for you. It's live here. <clears throat> we're doing it live. It's live right now here. It is live at this very moment. Okay, you're up first. Yes, I am, and I'm trying to figure out how to start it. Okay. Wait. Do you have your last? Yeah. Right Just real here. quick. Where do we leave off? That's on? when the uh, the friends that started like the friends family that started getting into their house, the neighbors and stuff like that. Okay, so it was it was starting to terrorize their friends and their the neighbors, the neighbors kind of. Yes. Okay. So after that has happened. Ed begins to, or Ed calls the Warrens. Tell them to go public for the 18th millionth time. The 18th millionth time. I mean. He tells them, they, they talk about going public a lot. I mean, there's there's actually an, there's actually a chapter. Yeah, called Going Public. Going Public that's up. And I like, got it. I, yeah, I figured he did. <laughs> but he calls. Just be careful what you say around this arcane symbol here. We don't want to. <laughs> summon anything okay look it's a ladybug <laughs> jack calls ed and describes to him what has been happening again and he is in a frustration tells ed that he wants to either move or get rid of the house completely destroy it start anew um Ed warns Jack that it might not help whatsoever. That in a lot of these kind of cases, the entity follows people. It's not the places, it's the people. Well, they've seen that already. Yes, they have. But they decide, after Ed talks Jack down from destroying his house and starting anew, 
Um, Jack decides that basically, how do I put this? They want to do an experiment. Janet and Jack talk it over at, later that night. They will basically want to do an experiment because they have a whole week coming up where Jack has off. So they decided that they're going to leave the house for an entire week and go camping again. And by doing so, they're taking everybody with them. There's not going to be a soul in the house. Completely abandoned it. There'll be a few souls. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know what? That's true. There won't be any living people in the house. Okay. All of the Smurl family will be gone on this camping trip. Bad problem is, is it'll that... be all the kids. It'll be Mary and John, Jack and Janet. Is that mouse hitting puberty that's going to keep the demon powered up? Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Not Frederick again. Uh, and they're taking Simon mouse. with them as well. Huh? I was thinking of that famous mouse, but I can't remember its name. From a book. Uh. Willard. No. Which which that mouse? Was like the horror. There's movie. a lot of famous mouses now that I'm thinking about. It was it. a book about a mouse that could do like lab experiments. I don't know that one. Oh. That's not the mouse I was thinking about. That's weird. Okay. Either way. <clears throat> they decide that they're going to go and take everybody with them for a week as a, a weird experiment because they have proof against the contrary, but they're still going to try it anyways. Um, they want to see if the entity will be content with having the house for itself because maybe it needs something on the house as opposed to the family itself. So they leave. They go camping, and they it doesn't... It, at the beginning of this trip, Janet, Jack, and John, and Mary, that was a weird way to put it, made a type of pact to each other. And they said, no matter what happened, if it comes, if it, if it comes to fruition that the demon actually does want the house and wants something to do with them, that they will leave the house, sell it, or get rid of it, and move all back in together. <clears throat> no matter what, they won't let the demon separate them. Um, shortly after, on the first night at the campground, Mary was tormented by the demon already. This is day one of the week-long uh, experiment. Algernon. <laughs> Flowers for Algernon. I have no idea what that is. It's a book. It's going to drive me nuts if I didn't find a name. I'll take your word for it. So, while she's laying down, she starts to hear banging all around her. Very typical demon-esque things. It's banging, making loud noises, bothering her. And she begins to feel as if she's about to be threatened. So she tries to make her way off the bed, and just as she makes her way to get up to get out of the bed... The baguette, the bed, which is nailed down. I said baguette at yeah. first. The baguette. The baguette. The bed, which is nailed down at this point, is ripped free and kind of slid back and forth. There goes the security. Renting. I think they're in their own kind of like travel trailers. It sounds like at least. Um, well, they had a camper. <clears throat> I think they both have their own campers. Both sides of the family? Yes. Okay. I think John and Mary have a camper. 
and Jack and Janet have a camper. I think the kids sleep outside. In a As tent they should. Where they belong. Where they belong in the dirt. In the dirt. Even when it rains, especially when it rains. But yeah. It's in hot nights when it's raining. Muggy. So the bed is ripped Fucking free kids. and is thrown back and forth. Um, with them on it. With with Mary on it. Okay. I don't think John and Mary sleep in the same bed. They're very conservative. Yeah. It's like like you got uh, your ankles covered up, honey. It's one of those old black and white shows. I got two in single beds. It's very possible. Night I mean, in the middle. Okay, they're married. This is in like the eighties, so they got married in like. John walks over one day after the haunting starts. He's like, "I told you that would happen if you slept in the same bed." God is mad. <laughs> you whore. God damn heathen <laughs> of a son. And she began to shout for help. As soon as she started to shout for help, it just suddenly stopped. Uh, John does come to help her, but there isn't much to do at this point. Just put the bed back and go back to sleep. Uh, their hope was if they all left the house, it turned it it turned it over to the demon. The demon would be content with him. They thought that maybe it wanted something in the house itself and had nothing to do. And it wanted, wanted that sacred artifact. Yeah, but that was their hope. That it was. Was the, the thread of Jesus? The thread of Jesus' robe. They thought they wanted that, um, so they could make all the wine at once. <laughs> they thought it would leave them alone. It's like, uh, um, mm-hmm. I'll get there. Yeah, long road in my head. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> there's that goddamn anime we all like. Even though that happened, they all agreed. You can keep thinking. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> They all agree. You. You're supposed to help me. <laughs> Fuck you. You got it. There's a long road in your head. I can't help you track it. Um, or traverse it. There were two paths before me. I took the one less traveled. Shut up. I hate that saying so much because people so, misquote it all the time. That's what I'm doing in my head right now. <laughs> so even my those... hero, Academia. It took you that long yes. to remember My Hero Academia? You know how he had to eat his hair? Yes. You eat the thread from the robe of Christ, you get his powers. Oh, my God. You can make water oh into wine. God. You can walk on water. Oh, my God. I'm so glad it took you that long to remember My Hero Academia. You watch it, like, every week. <laughs> I put it on sleep, too. Like, you should remember the name of My Hero Academia. I can't remember the name of it. You have figures of it, don't Not you? Out here. Lysia has them in her room. What's wrong with you? Fucking old people. I have the Akira. Yeah. I'm not even going to say it now, though. I have the Akira figures, but that kind of goes to me being old. <laughs> I I he actually shell. like Akira. Push I don't like lines. the remake because I can't stand the voice. I know the remake follows the manga more because it has the little <laughs> kid in it, but I don't like the voice. I don't know, dude. I don't care. So even this, this happened at the beginning of the week. They decided that they would still carry on with the week as if nothing happened and see what would happen. Bad stuff happens. Bad stuff. Well, yeah. Uh, plot twist. Bad stuff happens. It wouldn't be a... No book would start with... And then good things happened. And that's the end of the book. It's not starting. This is the... like. No, but I mean, no story has all good stuff. Yeah. I can't think of any... Yeah. Even kids' books. There's got to be a moral. Yeah. Well, The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar is pretty nice. 
suppose. Gluttonous <laughs> bastard. It's all about gluttony. <laughs> it's one of the seven deadly sins, you see. Uh, it's not all about gluttony because it turns into a pretty butterfly at the end. But he's a glutton before that, and then he gets all vain, so you got gluttony and vanity. <laughs> okay. We got two of the seven, seven I think we read being taught the children. I, I think we read two different Hungry Hungry Caterpillars, and I'm going to carry on. On the fourth day of the camping trip, indoctrinating kids to hedonism. Jack lay awake at 3 a.m., beginning to understand the. Realize, he began to realize that the actual answer of their question that they post is fuck you <laughs> one day people will say the answer to something and somebody will not fucking say 42 we'll look at it on the price side if someone says 42 at least they fucking read <laughs> no no that just means they've watched the movie well then they're fucking idiots i've read the book good for you all of them i'm glad i hope you're happy i am proud of myself <laughs> uh, he understood the que- the answer to the question whether or not the demon truly wanted something from them or the house he knew that the demon wanted nothing more to I got destroy a the Smurl family now. what do you want why must you interrupt me how many times has anybody that works in the county ever said 42 to you for that answer <laughs> oh my god you're still in this 42 shit I guarantee you like maybe one Zero. other person. there you go See? that's how many times people See? have said it See? it still bothers me whenever I have a question and people say 42 so you get like, I get the joke bookstores. it's funny okay but you can overuse a joke. No, you can't. Absolutely. That's the first time I've used it with you. So I no, get, it's not. That's my pen. No, it's not. You did it last week. You did it last week. Okay, two times. That's not overuse. I can guarantee you've done it more <laughs> than those two times. Be quiet. You're going to get a paper cut in your eye. <laughs> I'm going to fucking cut you with razor blades and piss on it. You don't have any razor blades. You You're right. A, I don't. You got to have a dick to be able to control your piss. That's not true. You can squat over me and hope you get it on yes, the wound? Yes, absolutely. I'll try my very darndest. As if to confirm his thoughts and fear, a loud sound of an animal hoof striking the metal, striking a metal roof rung out in the early morning. Jack got up straight away, ran to the center of the... Is he going to do it? Stop! Is he going to do it? Let's play... It's trivia time. What does Jack <laughs> run to the center of the mobile... Uh, the trailer... To get holy water, absolutely. Oh, okay, what was that? Or he's gonna ball up his fist and threaten it to a. I'm fight? not done yet. Oh. <laughs> Jack begins to use the holy water and sprinkles it on the roof and starts to pray at it. While doing so, he notices something at the corner of his eye, and he turns to look at it. It's outside on a picnic bench. It's a black flit. Whoa, black figure. See, this is the camping trip that I always think about. Really? Yeah. My camping trip, I always think about, is the one where the little girl's involved. Now, see, I remember the one where the black figure shows up. That's this one. Yeah. The black figure shows up. He's just sitting on the picnic table, chilling out like a cool dude with a cloak. And Jack sees him and then basically hulks out. And then a demon's like, all right, bitch. And a fucking octagon pops up and skulls <laughs> on the posts. That would be dope. Get your would, ass in here. I would pay money to see that, honestly. Um, <clears throat> I know every martial arts. I am totally MMA. Get the fuck in here, Jack. <laughs> I've lived through every... I guarantee every... Jack would just go like this, like the fucking 30s style boxing. Oh, my God. 
You're absolutely right. He would too. <laughs> he would. He absolutely would. Um. <laughs> so he basically it gets he rages at the being and he slams open the door, nearly taking it off his hinges allegedly, and waking up uh, Janet in doing so. Janet notices what's going on and quickly makes her way to her husband, trying to stop him. Because she realizes it's nice that he thinks he can take on the demon. I'm kind of picturing... But she, do- she does know that he can't actually fight the demon. I'm kind of picturing her grabbing Jack and Jack being like, You're lucky she's holding me back. <laughs> no, he actually does shake her off. He... Um, he they She actually quotes and says that the type of... Or no, he later on quote says the anger he felt was a blinding anger that turned him into a being that was as much animal as man. Uh, Making his way outside with Janet trailing him, trying to stop him from fighting it. As soon as they basically leave the the RV. I don't know if it's an RV or pull the trailer. I don't know. It's a house-like camper. camper. Go with camper. camper. Covers them all. Okay. After leaving the camper, the demon faded away. Disappeared. Demon doesn't care. Demon doesn't want to fight you. He just wants you to get mad and try to fight you. And we all know feed this. off your anger and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. We've been over this time and time again. It's going to be a lot of this, by the way, at the end. I would laugh if he's like, Jack's like, come on, fight me. It disappears. All of a sudden, he gets slapped in the back of the head. <laughs> he turns around and gets slapped in the back of the head. <laughs> Absolutely could do it, too. He's, his hands go up. He starts slapping himself. And demon's stop like, hitting stop yourself. hitting yourself. <laughs> uh, okay let's see where i left off gummy so messed up now the last two days of the trip was filled with the same loud noises of banging foul odors and all of it starting to take a toll on mary so much so that janet believes that she's close to breaking and that they should head home Jack decides that it's... Would you say it's got her close to the edge? I will fucking hit fucking you. Fucking song popped in my I head for fucking, some reason. I will hit you and then leave. Yeah, you'd have to. Because if I got up... <laughs> I would hit you I'd have to then... call your mom and apologize. <laughs> Can you oh come pick up God. your son? Why? He's got two broken legs. <laughs> Is he being a dick again? I'm like, yeah mean being a dick again whining yeah okay what do you mean what do you mean can't do it as high as i can can you i can little bitch boy i can but my testicles have sunk so it's a little bit harder (laughs) what's that like tell me explain it to me in depth i need to live vicariously through you when you're like one it's just like and it just pops out (laughs) (laughs) when you're one when you cough a little too hard no it's <laughs> that is actually a medical condition, by the way. If you cough too hard, it pops. No, out. you're. Co- that's you can cough and crypt- strain your nuts. Cryptorchid. I believe in your te- testicles are still inside. Oh, I didn't know that. Mine are not. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, they're just very small. Indeed. Um. So Janet just thinks it's a good idea to leave early. Yeah. Jack okay. says not to. And decide and basically argues against. I mean, it, saying honestly, that what's the point? Right, it's, it's going to get you either. It's place. what's it wasn't the, what's the point so much as it, we admit that it's one if we do this. At least this way, we kind of still fight it. Yeah. Um. 
Which is funny that he says that because the next day they leave anyways. <laughs> he's like, actually, you know what? Fuck this. They don't have a fucking Waffle House. Uh, yeah. But they decided to do this, which is interesting. They decided not because any physical things happen, but for that night, they heard moaning. Not in a sexual way. They heard moaning of, of like somebody in pain or somebody of a graveyard. It says as if it was something from the grave. That's what they like were zombies. quoted to say whenever they heard the moaning for, I think it was a few hours that it went on for. I want to tell you something funny. Not really? For the joke. first time? Yes, for the first time. Oh Remember God. last week when we kept saying like company names and we say trademark? TMTM, yeah. I was listening to Good Omens book. Okay. And every time they mention a company or something, they're like, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Book's fucking hilarious. Rights reserved. I forget who they were talking about, but every time they said a company, they're like, TM. I just started watching that, actually. The Good book Omens. is so much better. Is it? Oh, yeah. There's awesome. so many extra parts in it. I mean, that's how most books are. I was kind of like, honestly, I was a little offended at one part. Why? Because they're talking about Aziraphale. Oh. No, they're talking about the angel Aziraphale. Mm-hmm. And, like, they mention how... And people think he's a fag. I'm like, you can't use that word. <laughs> it's an old book. I know, but still, it's just kind of yeah. weird hearing it. Is it is weird. It's weird hearing it now. I mean, I grew up as a kid is, saying it nonstop. Yeah, it is now kind it's just of, weird for this. It has it's, lost a little bit of its... Uh, they say it a couple times. Hmm? There's another scene. In the book. Yeah. I, I, what I'm saying, I mean, in oh, no, I know society, what you mean. Yeah, it's just, we don't really use it too no. often. Plus, it all it means is a bundle of sticks. That's a faggot. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. They say oh. that and fag. Fag's a cigarette. Fag is a cigarette as well. It is interesting, though. I mean, we talked about this tons of times, how the wor- meaning of words change over time. It's, it depends it's... on where you are. In England, they still call cigarettes fags. True. But in England, they also have cockney. We don't talk about cockney. That's not really... That's more Scottish than Irish, I think. Cockney. What? I think that's more Scottish thing. What are you talking about? Cockney. I didn't say it was Irish or Scottish. Well, you said in England they still have it. So I'm thinking. In the UK, they still use Cockney. Yeah, but it's like Irish dis- Scottish, or Scottish descendants. That's not the it? point. I'm trying to make... Well, people might not even know what Cockney is. Okay. Well, let me describe to you what Cockney is. It's a rhyming slang. It's rhyming slang. In order for... Yeah, it was the Irish, because the IRA would yes. use it to avoid the police. They could yep. talk about what they were doing in front of the police. It was a way for criminals to avoid the police to understand what they were saying. Like, the biggest one everybody uses for an example is they would say Barney Rubble, which means trouble. trouble. Right, but everyone knew, knows that from the Ocean's movie. Eleven. No. Oh, yeah, they did say it in Ocean's Eleven. Yep. But they also did it in Snatch. He actually oh. spoke. And... I mean, and, and then there's another one. Actually, no, you couldn't even stand, understand a word he said in Snatch, so don't use that. Um, Cockney is really interesting, but I really hate it at the same time because it's all rhyming. Because you're going to say three goddamn words and it takes you like 50 words it's to also get not, It's also not just rhyming slang. It's just meanings upon meanings. Yeah. It's confusing it's, as shit. And that's kind of the point of it, but it's kind of fun to listen to at times. But you got to wonder, like, when one person makes up a new term and the other ones don't know it yet, they're like, what the fuck are you talking you about? F- it's like to taste society and memes. In order to understand today's memes, you have to know, like, the previous five memes. In order to understand today's slang, you gotta know memes. That's true. I mean, to be fair, it's... I like memes. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Another good Cockney one is a half inch. I don't know that one. It means to pinch or to steal something. 
Good yeah, one. I know, I know what pinch is. Right. Well, that's what half engine means. I like it, but I hate it. But that's the point I'm trying to make. Things. It's interesting to see how they evolved over time and and become something completely different. That's very off topic, and we need to get back like on the C topic. word in Australia. It's just common, mm-hmm. commonly used everyday phrases, and over here it's like the worst thing to say to someone. I don't think it's that bad. Don't say it to a girl. I just don't. It's just like it's I like still super don't think it's that bad. It's like you can call a girl a bitch, but don't go with the c word because then you're gonna get the shit kicked out. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Although you could probably take a girl. I. I don't know how big is she. <laughs> She like my height. She's over three foot. You're dead. I, if it's anybody over five <laughs> foot, like three, I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> uh, damn it! I lost my train of thought entirely. We damn. need like a train crashing sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> Play it every time we derail the story. Oh my god! You would never not hear it. I know. <laughs> Uh, oh, right, the moaning. They decided to leave after the moaning happened, and they left a day early. Upon arriving home, they realized that the house was worse than normal. It was smelling even worse than it normally did. They said it smelled of fecal matter. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, my favorite. Um, truly, after arriving home, uh, the war, uh, Jack and Janet decided to give the Warrens a call and let them know what happened on the trip. Um, a few days later, Janet was laying in bed, exhausted. She felt a hand come from the bed and grab the back of her neck. She begins to struggle against it, to no avail. And then she kind of just gives in, feels resided to her fate, and says, I have the quote. Where is the quote? Quote, I don't care what you do to me. If you want to kill me, go ahead. I'm not going to fight back or anything. I'm starting to lose my will and maybe even my sanity. Yeah, pretty much. This isn't living anyway. Kill me. Yes. So why don't you just go ahead and get it over with? Take me right here, right now, but leave the rest of my family alone. And to emphasize the point, she said, bitch. (laughs) Go on, do it, coward. After saying this, the hand lets go and disappears. But the haunting still continues after. Well, that makes sense, too, because it's not feeding her what it wants. Yeah. Also, she just doesn't care. Also, like, there's no point in killing her because she's still going to... Well, I mean, it feeds suffer. off the fear and anger, and if she doesn't care, it's mm-hmm. just not getting shit out of it. Mm-hmm. His erection shrunk, and he walked away. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Could make the house smell like shit again because I'm all in the scat. Oh. That's fucking nasty, dog. It's a demon. Yeah, but still, that's fucking nasty, my dude. There's a famous musician that's all into that. Who? The singer from Faith No More. <laughs> Mike Patton. No, I... I. Just in case you know. I was just gonna say, I mean, I guess the band name truly is accurate. Well, I mean, he had 50 billion bands. Oh, did he? Mr. Bungle? That's him. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Sounds nothing like Faith No More. I don't like Faith No More. I like Mr. Bungle. <coughs> Tomahawk, right. Peeping Tom. <clears throat> but yeah, haunting continues. Now it's you. Dun, dun, dun. You went through all three of those chapters? Mm. 
Yes. That was quick. I, I, there's a lot I had to break down. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's like, you don't really need. Let me see. Uh, we had that, that, and that. I finished. Yeah. <laughs> we need one of those like. I already did that. I did that. I did that. That and that. And that. And that. Okay. Right? I don't know. What's your fucking research? Yes. I did it. I know. But you're making me confused. You're like, you're, you've done all of them? Like, I, just, I, I think I did. We need right? one of those fucking things. Right? Temporary broadcast <laughs> interruption. Okay. Insert modem dial-up sound of me yeah, trying to think. You're thinking. You don't even know what that is. <laughs> but that's like way before your time. Yeah, it is before my time, I but I still know what it is. I got my first 56K. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, now we, we talked before they went to the TV station. I don't like the way this we go over this every time. I don't like the way the book's set up. No, it. no, this is talking about the TV show again. Remember they were on it before? Yes. I don't like the way this thing is set up. But, well, anyway, they turned down going back on a TV show. Um, probably because it didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, it didn't do shit. Uh, Jack came home one day. Says shortly after he came home, she, he found Janet crying. She told him there was another incident in Shannon's room, and that this time it was time to go fully public. <laughs> it's time to go public. Yep. And they had a little things back are getting forth. serious. The Warrens need to help. Well, this is where they finally just give up. So <laughs> you know they they sit down, they talk, and like you know, Janet, and they're in a duplex. Janet asks what happens if they laugh, and Jack said, "Well, <clears throat> then they laugh." She said, "What happens if they call us crazy?" Jack said. It does. Then they just call us crazy. And what if they laugh at the children? And then I guess she could see like the pain in his eyes. He didn't want to think about that. Jack said that if they laughed at the children, it would be hard, but it would be harder to let the demon destroy them and their family. Mm -hmm. And that's when they just agreed that it was time to go fully public. So at this point, <laughs> before <What>? going fully <laughs> public, <laughs> Janet wants to give the church another, another shot. shot. Before they basically throw them under the bus. She calls up the local diocese office again. Asks for help again. They say that they'll help. But again, help never comes. And she never hears another word from them. So a few days later, Jack was again attacked by the succubus. 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 Uh, it was Damn. almost exactly a year to the day of the first time it raped him. A succubus. Yes. The second attack, it actually describes in kind of like a lot of detail. <laughs> yeah, I read that. Also, why is the succubus hotter this time around? Uh, probably because they didn't get an, a rise out of him yeah. the first time. <laughs> what? Just the line of words we were just saying as she goes from one room to the next. Oh, yeah. It's like, ooh. But, um... Alrighty, so... We had a Is small... this still recording? Yeah. Oh my god. We had a small, huge break. We thought it was going to be <laughs> small. Turns out, not that small. Okay, so back on track after like an hour. Yeah, we just so, took an hour break. and This is better though because now I can actually say this stuff without feeling awkward. 
That is, I didn't give a, I didn't care. I should have cared more, but I didn't. I'm sorry. So with the second succubus attack, <coughs> now we gotta clear our throats again. It goes into uh, more descriptions. It basically says like, I didn't take all the descriptions. Oh, okay. it says like she was riding him. I, I <laughs> he was again. I, I I read a little bit of this and it was funny because it was like in a position of power. Yeah, or something like that. It was like she was riding she, him, and I was like, man, this guy really is very conservative because he was like unnerved that she was on top. I was like you fucking <laughs> sexist bastard. So I, as like before, he was unable to move or scream, and he could see. And this they went in the description about this part too. He could see how the succubus was having pleasure, but it described it. Like yeah. The head was being thrown back. And... Eyes were... To him, he didn't feel a thing. <laughs> so, she was going nuts. He, he didn't he feel was... anything. At least he says he didn't feel He, anything. okay. He was erect during it, but he didn't feel anything. I'm get yeah, it's just weird. But I mean, if they can pin him I mean, and make it so he can't oh, move, they yeah, can probably. But at like the same time, I've all like we've all had no reason boners. <laughs> I mean, we've all had just like for some reason you're like, whoa. It doesn't even matter. Guys get it every, okay. in the morning when they wake up. Okay, I guess it's here now, and you're like, you can't get rid of it. You can't just be like, all right, think of baseball. Think of baseball. It's gone. It's like no. Sometimes it just stays there. You're like, well, shit. I guess you're just hanging out for a little while. Anyway, just hitting puberty at 22. <laughs> it's the first time I've hit puberty. This is wild. So Holy he mentions shit. that with all the moving and writhing she was doing, he didn't feel anything. Like she was getting all the pleasure. He had absolutely no feeling at all of what was happening to him. He finally knows what it's like to be a woman. <laughs> You're with him. <laughs> I'll have you know, I have pleased literally no women. Exactly. I've never been with a woman, though. And I've so got special attachments just to make sure it's even better. Don't st- we're not <laughs> discussing this on this podcast. We're moving on. You can go we're digressing. On. It is your turn. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, interesting. Well, look at that. They ain't that fancy. Huh. Okay. All right. I fucks with it. The morning after Jack's attack of the succubus, the second attack, I should say, Jack sat at the breakfast table and said to and said to Janet that they wanted to set up an interview with Minnie McLea. I don't know who this lady is, but apparently she's some kind of... Uh, Star Wars character. McLealian? <laughs> McLealian. Minnie McLealian. Eh, it don't matter. It don't matter. It I think it's a fake the name. Story. Um, wanted to set up a interview with her. She's a part of a national newspaper i guess it would be the best way to put it um and they wanted to go public (laughs) Uh, again this time with their real names this time with their actual address this time actually go fully public so they arrange a meeting with her into which she does an interview with them and they say that she was very nice about it and that she took him very seriously and asked some great follow-up questions. And the uh, uh, the Warrens backed them up on all the things they discussed. And actually, they went over everything again. And it was actually a nice and cordial um, interview. 
the after the interview was over and the lady had left, the Smurls sat down with the Warrens to talk about what they expected from the public. Ed essentially told them that it could realistically go either way. Yeah. It could be good and everyone could come out and help them and they would finally get rid of this thing. Or it could be very bad. Or it could be very bad and everybody will just think they're crazy and laugh at them and nothing will come of it. They're all gonna laugh at you. Woo! It's from some movie. I don't know what movie it is. So, in order... Instead of just waiting around and seeing what would happen, the paper was set to be posted the Sunday, the following Sunday. Jack secretly ran around and bought every copy. <laughs> Hid them. <laughs> in the war- in the United States? Because yes. it's a national level. Yep. He just burned the trucks as they were leaving the warehouse. Wow, that's presses. pretty fucking impressive. When they changed the typesetting. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would have known. I think they would have done something about it. Anyways, um... Instead of waiting around to see what happens, they decided for that weekend to go uh, visit Jack's sister uh, and her husband. When they arrive at the house uh, and stay the night, everything's pretty good. The whole weekend is actually fairly nice. They don't really have too many experiences. The first night, they smelled a burning smell when they were asleep. Jack went around the whole house and checked just in case, but nothing was on fire. Uh... The next day, the other part of the Smurls, Mary and John, decided to join them as well. It was the 49th anniversary, excuse me, of Mary and John's wedding day. So they all... You won't see that these days. (laughs) I know some people that have been together for 50 years. Yeah, but they're from an older generation. Talking about newer generations. Everybody's, I mean, you won't see it for a little while, that's for sure. My parents have been together for about 20 years. Again, an older generation. I got seven. We're not old enough. I got seven. <laughs> You're as almost as old as my parents. Like whole seven years. What do you mean an older gen- They're only like five years older than you. Divorce rates and have increased is what I'm saying. Absolutely. That's true. It's still possible though. Um, She's also from a different country and they have different views on things like that. Germany's everything divorce in, rates are the same as the United yeah, States. Yeah, but everything in America is like fucking made to be just thrown away. Germany's divorce rates are about the same. It's annoying. It's pretty rampant over there as well, if I remember correctly. They just love each other, damn it. <laughs> well, no, but... It's like, Why you gotta shit on my parents' relationships, dog? I didn't. <laughs> she's german on, she has I'm a different on, outlook no i'm saying if my dad that, tries like, to leave she'll stab other him. cultures they're more serious about their relationships that's true a lot of people do jump into relationships america's a ready. throwaway society everything is meant just to be disposable and get rid yeah, of it like fucking you yeah I'm sure I, i've tried myself it doesn't work <laughs> i've tried to do it multiple times and then i found that i was the center of the universe if you ever start thinking about murdering someone it is hard to kill someone it's actually very hard to kill somebody not in the sense that like it's hard to like stab them with a knife because it's difficult it's just mentally a difficult I, thing i've to tried do. yeah myself and it doesn't work too easily it's, it's very we difficult. are very resilient creatures 
Anyways, it's their 49th wedding anniversary, and they actually spent the weekend fairly well. Nothing really happened. They smelled some more burning. That's about it. They didn't really get tormented, which is good. Um, then they get back to their house. Understanding, compassion, and a solution to their dilemma is what they were looking for in coming out to those United States, but unfortunately it seems the opposite was where they were going to get. Uh, after coming back home, they already could feel something was, wasn't quite right at their house, and it was yet, but it's just the beginning, and they're coming back, so they just brush it off. Uh, later in the day, Janet was washing up, and she noticed something across the road, so she called for Jack. When Jack arrived, she pointed out a, tr a car that had been sitting there for ten minutes, not moving, and there was some teenagers sitting in the truck. Car, not truck. And pointing at their house. She came to the realization and fear that they're basically about to become a tourist attraction. Yep. And there she wasn't wrong. They did indeed essentially become a tourist attraction for weeks. The weeks following... Um, and the weird thing is, too, it's like it's not even like... A lot of the people wanting to be malicious. They're just going to park there to see if they see anything happen. Yeah. I mean... It, there are some malicious people. Of That's course. actually why uh, the Amityville house, they took out those iconic windows. Yeah, I saw that. Them. I had a friend that actually, she went to college in New York City, and she wasn't too far from the house. I'm like, can you get a picture for me? I'm like, wait, I don't know. Because <laughs> everybody's doing that to the poor people. Yeah, I mean, it feels so bad, I can do man. it secretly. I'll just drive by with the video going, and they won't know. That's the like, thing. Yeah. It's like, I, I do want to explore those places but i do also have like a sense of well that's why we went to all abandoned places abandoned places like it but like there are some places i would like to go to but i know like people live there people have lives and i don't want to bother those people they don't like it when you fucking break a window and start going around the house i know fucking how inconsiderate of them and then you gotta tell them to shut the fuck up because shut they're the messing up your recording equipment gosh I'm, I'm listening for spirits get back in bed fucking shut up gosh you are messing up my meters. <laughs> the week's following. Do you mind if I put a camera in your bathroom? There's some spirit activity in there. <laughs> Do you mind if I put a ghost box in there? Cool, thanks. Uh, the week's following were crazy, and they had everyone and everything pretty much driving by constantly. Um, apparently, this was the largest private event in the whole like area for years even though it wasn't intentional and it was just a thing people kept doing and they had thousands of people constantly go by their house i think that it was something along the lines of like 1800 people within a week the jack sitting there with a clicker yeah <laughs> one two one hand on the clicker recycling center <laughs> one day a year we had to count every car that came in why did you guys have a counter box because it's the county <laughs> We have counter boxes at all our parks. I'm surprised we didn't have a fucking abacus. We actually had a clicker. <laughs> One, two. Every month we had to get the count number from our counter boxes at the parks. Yeah, we don't have it. We didn't have one. Fucking and sucks. If, and, you know, they probably gave us a clicker because it's discreet. If I had an abacus, people would be like, "He's a witch. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Burn him!" Oh boy, I have something to add to that in a little bit. Um, everybody was driving by. Uh, anything from teenagers trying to get trying to scare one another and daring each other to get 
who can get closer to the house to bikers who would drive by with so-called occult symbols on their jacket. Can you imagine if Jack was hiding in the bushes with like a bat and a kid's trying to get closer to the house and just gets whacked and like, oh, John didn't make it. <laughs> they even had some people climbing trees just to get a look into their windows and some coming up to the front porch. Yeah, it gets wild. Um... <laughs> There was one time I was reading. I didn't add this into the paper, but I kind of want to add it now. Uh, there was one like college group that came around with a big ass boombox and started playing the Ghostbusters song. That's just being a dick. Which is fucking yeah, it's hilarious. Hilarious and such and a such shitty thing to move. do. Yeah, you're getting really good at that. Why can't you just fucking mute it though? Because it okay. So because Apple's fucking weird. If you silence this, it silences every device it's attached to, mm-hmm. which is fucking annoying. All right. And if an important message comes through and I don't see it, because I have a child, so I have to pay attention <laughs> to fair. my messages. But, uh, but all in all, it seems to be more of an event at this point than anything else. By this point, everyone wanted the Smurl story. Everything from the local magazine to national TV. And they did multiple interviews with both reputable and not so reputable uh, reporters. Um, everybody got a, the story and was basically putting it out everywhere they could. That's good in a way, though, because now it's really good pressure on the true, church. Then you which, can hit the tabloids. Which, which by the way, it. oh boy, does it put pressure on the church. Um, but not all the stories were putting them in a good light. No, a lot of stories. Tabloids, it's gonna be all fucking horrible. And yeah, we're putting them in pretty bad light, actually. Uh, the biggest downside of all of this is the demon was feeding off all the negative energy that the crowd was bringing, and everybody so else it is worse. So it's worse. Um, there's actually one. <laughs> I gotta add this in a second. During these weeks, the Smurls family saw the best and the worst of people. The worst was when the man, when a man went driving by with their by their house with a gun hanging out of his window. And another time... Sounds like Florida. It does sound like Florida. If you want to see the worst people, just come to Florida. Yeah. And another time, when a man got very close to their front door with a machete, trying to get inside their house. But luckily... What the fuck was he going to do? I don't know. Kill was he f- going to fight the ghost? I don't, I don't know if he was there to hurt the ghost or hurt them. But the crowd did luckily scare him off by shouting at him and basically questioning him. And he left. Um... And the best side of people they would see was people would constantly stop by offering them rosaries and other religious items to help Did them. we, did it not happen yet or did we just not cover it yet where like the whole neighborhood came and did the candlelight vigil and prayer? That comes up. Okay. That comes up. I just remember if we did it or not. E- like if we just didn't cover that part. I'm going to be completely honest. I kind of put it in, but I kind of put it in quickly. Like I didn't, I didn't. Well, there's not much to it. I just kind of, yeah. I pretty much covered it right there. <laughs> I, yeah, there's a little bit more, but. Uh, I'll get into it once we get there. Um, what was that? Offering religious items. And they would get... Why would you do that? To see if you had multiple sheets. We're almost no. done. I, I know we're almost we're done. Almost, oh Let me finish God. it then. God damn it. <laughs> Offering religious items. And they even got some mail from all over the world. Um, with prayers and for their struggles and such. They even got some... Mail from people who went through the same thing. Um, That's what they were hoping for. Yes. 
they weren't too helpful, but they did offer their their kind of Hi, I went through that. It sucks. Good luck. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Well well a lot of the times their exorcisms worked. So they didn't really dive deep into it. So they're basically just getting a lot of help from everybody. Uh, even some people from the Netherlands, which was interesting, in Puerto Rico, and I think Cuba was another one. But it's quite cool. Um, where am I at? Where your head at? Oh, what's well, actually funny? They were getting some email from ma- some mail from other, like I said, from people who wanted to help them out, like different religious groups. Uh, they got a, a they got a request from a coven of witches, and then Jane was like, "I don't want to deal with witches. We have to deal with demons enough. Like we can't." Oh, is that why you you saying you had something to say about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to bring it in because they were like, "Oh, witches are bad, 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 bad." And like, man, witches are just out here trying to help people. Like, why you gotta be so rude to them? Like, she paints them in such a bad light, but they're just witches. Of my kind they are. What? What kind they are? That's yeah. a good point. If they're they, Wiccans, don't worry about it. They're just going to make your trees grow better. That <laughs> does say a coven of witches, which isn't inherently a bad thing. Because there's some like... No, but if they want to come on your front lawn and you have a demon house and want to do a black mass, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if they want to talk to Satan himself, you're kind of like, orgy actually, in your basement. that. Uh, getting overwhelmed by all of these people and medias and everything, they decide to help. Basically, an impromptu um, not interview. They address everybody. How about that? You're you're gonna love this, by the way. Jack and Janet on August twenty third at two p.m. No dates, but yet we get that one. p.m. It's finally exactly. oddly very specific. But you know, a year this time, just a, a some a, year, a month, a day in the time. Hey, that's he's gotten better. Uh, with a pre uh, prepared statement to everybody, as report and the statement is as reporters, you can see that this uh, situation has gotten completely out of hand. No one is helping us with our problem. We can't keep up with all these calls and letters. And we don't know how to handle the situation. We want to retract our previous statements. Please say a prayer for us in church, but leave. <laughs> However, temporarily, the reporters pulled the back and gave them some breathing room. Shoes off a few rounds into the air. Everybody knows that's good. It's good for you. You know, if they did bring in like some like ghost hunters with a Ouija board, they might be able to fucking get the spirit stuck to them <laughs> you know what fucking yeah, just great you know, great idea that would be that'd be hilarious okay so i mentioned this a little bit before how the haunting was hitting the neighbors yes it was like mild shit so at this point it gets it grows wider probably because of all the energy it's getting fed now so one of their neighbors called them at dusk one night one night <laughs> telling janet i know but it's, not in a mad or accusatory way that it was affecting all of them. Now. I just want to butt in for a hot second because I didn't put this in my paper. But I kind of want to now that you said this, like I want to cover. There was one time around this time that we're covering. You shut your bitch mouth. Fucking, <laughs> fucking try me, bitch ass. I ain't scared. Um, 
we're basically uh, one of the people that she thought was friends with them. No offense them, to any actual bitches out there. Call, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> called them and said that her she didn't want her daughter hanging out with her daughter. That's she didn't want. Shitty. Yeah, it's real shitty. Hey, I know you're dealing I know with a you lot guys are of struggling shit, and like life is hard. But actually, for you, but, what no. about me? Yeah. What about me? I don't want my daughter to be associated with yours. She's from Such the a she, fucking. She bitch. was way ahead of her time. <laughs> she was the first Karen. <laughs> Such a fucking bitch move. The first like, Karen. I don't want your child hanging out with my child because you're haunted. Do we have a date on that so we can like you know circa the first Karen? <laughs> Probably like 1986. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Okay, so the neighbor called. I'm gonna try and read this like you do. So the neighbor called. It wasn't in a matter accused her way. That, but she wanted to tell them that it was starting to affect them all. It had now spread attacked. to... attacked. What? Why do you have to read it like I read it? I can't even find a spot to do it. it. Spread to six nearby houses. They were all hearing the bangings, smelling the odors, hearing the screams. Now in their houses... <laughs> can't do it. I can't get to the right part. What's wrong with the way I talk? What's wrong with my inflection? Yeah, what's wrong with my inflections? Tell me. <laughs> So I, every now and then, go a bit high. So now it was in their own houses. So now that we're sound, back... You're reminding me of Seinfeld. I, I he like... does those weird inflection, inflections in the beginning of like words like that. I just inflect on the beginning of words at times. So now in their to own houses... To punctuate the beginning of it. Her like... neighbor says she wasn't calling... I don't do her. that with every different fucking, fucking sentence. Her neighbor... Okay, so her neighbor says she wasn't calling to make them feel bad or guilty, but to honestly ask for advice on how to fight back. Get Janet fucking, essentially says that... Get fucked, nerd. Yeah, she says, get fucked, nerd. Fucking, you, you thought. You fucking nerd. You fucking thought. Janet essentially says that she wished she trip. had advice because she would have used it herself a long time ago. <laughs> you know, why would you call and ask for advice when they can't stop it? True. Hey, I know your house has been haunted for like the last two years, but do you have any Well, we think on? the last two years. We're kind of confused on the dates here, but, you know. <laughs> sometime from this point in the 80s to this point in the 80s. So, um... She basically just tells her, I don't really have any advice. Uh, I hate to say this, buddy, but... Um, so, that like... same night, the Smurls saw something on TV that surprised them. They were on the news. A oh, local hey. television station had taken it upon themselves to take a poll from the people on who believed the Smurls and who didn't. With actually 75% of the viewers believing them. So, basically, the 25% that would bring dicks driving by yelling shit fucking honking their horns and like waving guns and shit after they had gone to bed jack eventually woke up to use the bathroom as he was leaving the bathroom he glanced in the mirror and instead of seeing his own face he saw the face of a decomposed man skin was missing and hanging from the face within an instant it was gone like the sight he saw the rest of the night all they could think was that it might be at that possession stage time mm-hmm and that's what he was seeing was what would happen if he got possessed. At this point, Lorraine Warren mentions how the Smurls went public and how they were proud of them. But the diocese office there still refused to step in. And that 
Why did it jump from that to that? It was like the next day, I'm guessing. Like, again, no timelines. Yeah. But the diocese office had to be fused again. And they had, were asking for, like, a mass exorcism. And the church was actually, at this point, also getting a bit pissed because they were getting calls nonstop about not helping the Smurls. Should be. Another like priest voice. had offered to come and do another exorcism, at which point the Scranton office, yeah, I'm calling you out, Scranton Diocese office, <laughs> the one that oversaw the area that Jack and Smurl lived in. Jack and Smurl? Yeah, Jack and Janet. I don't know why. It doesn't even say it on my paper. <laughs> Jack and Janet lived had contacted the Warrens and said that if another priest basically entered their jurisdiction, it would be breaking protocol, so it wasn't happening. So even other Fish, churches you're not doing it were not allowed. They were going to walk down the road, like, snapping their fingers, big fucking diocese office gang fight. <laughs> yep. I've never watched that movie. What? Where that comes from. <laughs> West Side Story. Yeah. The Sharks and the watched. Jets. I know what it's from. I'm saying I've never it's watched good. that movie. It's good. Right up your alley. It's about gay dudes, isn't it? No, it's about... It's a musical. It's oh. Alley. Oh, okay. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Actually, you know how many times I've watched fucking Hamilton already? <laughs> yeah, that's because you have it's a... good. All right. Debatable. I've actually never watched it. It's really either. good. And it took place where I lived. Um... So it's pretty cool. Guess who gets involved? The diocese. Instantly. <laughs> After your chapter, we're like, they're still not getting involved. They're getting involved. But the chapter name says otherwise. Well, okay. <laughs> I say get involved very loosely, and I'll explain why. The Sanctonin Diocese finally did call the Smurls. The who? The Smurls. The what? Di- the Scranton? Yes. Okay. You said it weird. I said sanctuses. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that's over. Like, I'm like, did I hear this right? Is it Scranton or what? Why? I think I said I saw Scranton. You read ahead and said no behind. No, I saw Scranton and had no idea what that meant. So I said sanctuses because, like, to be a saint or like sanctified, I just made up a word. And <laughs> yes, you did. I was like, that's a fucking stupid word. Here's this other stupid word that sounds slightly better. But now you can make it modern slang. Yeah. What is a Scranton? They did call him. What? I was hoping you would tell me. A town? It's like their county and area. I, I thought it was a role. When it says Scranton Diocese. No, like... it's where they this area they lived in. Dude, we've been doing this book for so Scranton, long. Scranton, Pennsylvania. I have no right? fucking idea where they lived, it's my dude. Scranton. Oh my god! I like. I was like, can you confuse it? Why you don't understand what that word was? Shall we go over the towns in New York that nobody can pronounce? <laughs> Mechanica. Or was no, it he got that one right. Mechanicville. He got that one. Mechanicville. Right. He got Schenectady wrong. Schenectady wrong. Schenandahoa wrong. Uh, finally, did call the Smurls back and requested that Janet and Jack meet with Father M- Mola Ali. Mulally. In the last chapter, I said I'm calling you out, Scranton office. I wasn't <laughs> so fucking listening to the Scranton part. Because all you hear is scrotum. <laughs> no, all I heard was office. You get uh, mildly aroused. It. 
What? Every time you hear the word scrotum. Oh, I thought you were saying every time I hear the word office. What? What? Mama, you be mean to me. Again. <laughs> she hears it. Yes, true, she does. Uh, to meet with the father in the next morning. And so the next morning, they met with Father Mole Alley and explained to him what their plan was to max exercise, to mass exercise the place. We're going to up this to 11. <laughs> we turned the shit to 11 out of a possible five. Yeah. This is a max exorcism. A max exorcism. Mass exorcism in the place that they could. And. When and where it was going to take place. And that they could contact the Warrens if they were willing to help. I wrote this in a weird way again. Um, I'm going to send a message to Mama Watson. Can you defrag Nate tonight? <laughs> Cause he's, he's, I need a hard reboot, my not, dog. It's not working out too well today. I'll TR the... TL, t- <laughs> <laughs> I will TLDR this shit right now. They go to the office. The father said they he wanted to hear everything that was happening. They told them what was happening, what their plan was. They were going to try to mass exercise the demon. Basically flood their whole fucking house with prayers that they couldn't. the demon couldn't survive. Tons of cardio. The chancellor who was in the fucking... Shut up! I'm talking. <laughs> the chancellor who was in the office at the time of this interview said... They don't need to contact the Warrens because from here on out, they're taking a whole. They're taking control of the entire investigation. That nobody else needs to do anything. Done. Yes. Okay. Weeks later, they don't do anything. Surprise! They surprise. send some priests to come out, and whenever they do, nothing really happens. They stay over the night. There's no any signs of. Uh, Demon. So the demon's like, yeah, bitch, I'm just going to hide. Exactly, that's what happened. I'm going to make you look stupid. Jack felt like an idiot because it was kind of ironic that whenever they wanted the help, nothing would happen. And now that they're finally here, the fucking demon won't do shit. So they decide to go on with their mass exodus plan of fucking bringing in 20,000 people into their house to pray all at once. It's not that many. They brought in 50 women and 20 men. All the neighbors. Yeah, no, it's not oh. just their neighbors. Their neighbors did show up, didn't yes, they? Yes, their neighbors did they show did, up like, as the well. like, the candlelights outside. And... Um, it's some of their neighbors and another church that I can't remember the name of. I think I've written down somewhere. The demon's like, big brain time. No, it's like, <laughs> li- I think it's called Lionheart something. Church of the Lionheart. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. They had vigil candles all over the house. And they produced a mass exorcism of the entire house. I'm done. I'm good. I'm done. I think that's everything. You blew the levels on the Dude, podcast. I'm sorry. I'll be quieter. <laughs> I just wanted to get it out because I was frustrating myself. If I were you, I'd be frustrated myself every day anyway. Yeah. That's, I'm done. You're next. So, All that's left is one more thing for me. And we talked it. about how ugly the people were being. So, yes. This is like a tiny little part, but I wanted to make sure I got it mentioned. The church, we you know after everything, they were kind of shunning them except for that last attempt there. But then the demon kind of shunned the church. Yeah, <laughs> so, the church really didn't help out as so much as they, they said they would. Yeah. So they uh, they were sitting down one night to watch TV, 
and they heard a car slowing down outside, which wasn't very uncommon anymore. And so they were basically used to hearing it. But this time the car completely stopped, which did happen, but not as often. Mm-hmm. Moments later, a beer bottle came smashing through the front room window, and the car sped away. So basically not only the church, but the residents are starting to treat them like shit. <clears throat> Do you guys remember that guy? That that father? That came at that time? Yeah. McKinnon? McKinnon? McKenna? Father McKenna? Yeah. You remember yeah. him? Three tries. Yep. Hey, it's perfect because this is a third exorcism. <laughs> I'm a, I'm just as good as pronouncing his name as he is at exercising this demon. Yeah, true. <laughs> so that's fine. Father McKenna came again to perform an exorcism on this house, doing the same things he did last time. He before he left his house was fasting, and he produ- and he did a special mass before leaving making his way to the house he f- that's the problem he keeps grabbing the blast mac the black mass book as opposed to the he walks through all the whole <laughs> duplex going to every room saying Fucking prayers ignore me. he even goes to the back porch and actually does a prayer for the backyard and remember when he did the prayer for simon blesses i do remember that yes uh, very cool. I think he does it again. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure he does the same thing he did last time, and then a little bit more. Puts a little holy wall in his finger. That that translates it well into the tra- podcast. <laughs> Emulated sticking my finger in a hole. Yes, he did. And the dog was not very happy. Where'd it go? <coughs> Indeed. <laughs> this world said that Father McKenna faced. And this is a quote. Father McKenna's face was so beautiful, you could see that the concentration on it, and he was in effect, in effect, putting his own soul on the line for this to work. Um, afterwards, he did what he normally did. He talked with the family, had a sat down for a little while, and then made his way and left. After refusing, uh... <laughs> After refusing to have dinner with him again because it it would corrupt the purity of him and the exorcism. Uh, after this, for weeks, nothing came through. Nothing happened. Uh, every single day following the exorcism, they would have somebody over, if not multiple people over, to pray in the house. And basically, they did the same thing. As the fl- like, the mass exorcism where they had a bunch of people in their house constantly praying. Yeah. Uh, they basically did that, but in, in smaller increments. They would have groups of people come in pray, every day to basically just co- keep a constant flow of prayer and love in the house to keep the demon away, if not banished completely. And it worked for weeks. They were actually feeling very relaxed, and finally felt like they've beaten this thing um so much so that they called the warrants to tell them that is this has been the most relaxed they've ever been in years and the whole house is spelled whole house is h-o-l-e instead of w-h <laughs> that the whole house is don't matter you didn't even have to say it nobody would have ever known i know but i know Just called yourself out i but i know and that's what's 
what matters. The whole house was filled with the smell of roses again. And it would continue to smell of roses in increments and fill the whole house with good vibes. So yeah, that's where I end my story. Okay, so two weeks before Christmas. Did they even say what time that last one was? Mm-mm. Two weeks before Christmas, Jack had fallen asleep in his favorite chair while watching TV. When he woke up, he was getting ready to go to bed. They actually go all into what he was watching and what was on. It doesn't matter. No. <laughs> he was getting ready to go to bed when he glanced over into a mirror in the living room and he saw the caped black figure. The first one that ever appeared that kind of simulated the beginning of all of this. And this time, it was in the mirror and it was beckoning Jack to come to it. And he knew what it was. It was trying to possess him. So he began to pray, and it slowly started to leave. He didn't want to mention this to the family at all because they thought that things were getting better. But of course they weren't. The bangings began again, but this time accompanied by loud whispers and laughing, which is new. Basically all the events that had happened before came back, but worse... The floors would now shake as well as Mary and Jack's mother had seen another figure. A white mass. Wait. Mary Jack's mother. Wow. (laughs) I said Mary and Jack's mother. Mary and Jack's mother. I caught it. Mary. Mary Jack's mother had seen punctuation is good. Punctuation (laughs) is good. That's why you need periods and colons and floating Floating commas. Yeah. (laughs) She had seen another figure. A white mass covered with oozing, oozing Oozing pustules. Pustules? That was about three foot tall. It rushed past her and disappeared into the wall. The mask was three foot tall. The mass. Oh. It's the white mass. It's my apologies. Tumorous looking thing. Cantankerous. Cantankerous. That's a good word. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Don't make my mistake and use the wrong word. Cantankerous old no, cooch. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying like don't use like a, a word that's Makeup. a bad word. And oh, <laughs> did Mama Watson hear that one yet? I don't think so. She hasn't uh, said I'm anything sure about it. it. She, she, she absolutely pat you on the back. <laughs> so <laughs> okay, so this is basically the end now. <clears throat> so Ed and Lorraine Warren said that as of the writing of this book, anyways, that the haunting still continued to the Smurl family. And as demonologists, neither of them can ever recall a haunting of this magnitude, nor one that spread to neighboring houses and that they were still in contact with the Smurls at least once a week. They call me like, it's happening. Like, sorry. Uh-huh. Things finally got serious. Sorry, fam. Can't it's help ta- you. It's time for the Warrens <laughs> to get involved. Yeah. They, they helped an awful lot. They did the best they could. Uh, to be fair, the Warrens did help. More than a church. Oh, absolutely. Did help a lot. Okay, so for the very final part, this was written at the very end. And I'm going to quote from the book. I'm going to quote from the good book. (laughs) So the chapter is titled Today. First it mentions that the family is trying to live as quietly as possible. There's always that fear lingering of what's going to happen next and will it get worse than it already has. Now for the quote. There is no doubt that their story is true. Too many witnesses witnesses and too much corroboration have supported their ominous tale, which is what me and you actually said in the beginning. Yeah. Why we chose this story. Um, In the postscript, it mentions that 
as the book was going to press, the Smurls had moved from the duplex to a quiet nearby town. And that's it. Yeah. So hopefully they found some peace there. I mean, this book was made in the 80s. The family was basically tortured in the 80s. We know now that's not the case. I know what? We know now, now that that's not the case, that what happened to them? No. That's why you threw me off. No. That's not what I meant. They are no longer, as far as I know, and what I could find, are being attacked by a demonic presence or entity. Um, there are a lot of Smurl family members still alive to this day. I believe I'm almost assured that Don't say which ones are can be found where though. I'm not gonna say okay. which ones. I just want to go over of who's passed away. I, I'm almost assured that Mary and John yeah. have passed away. I know for a fact Jack, um, Smurl has passed away. I believe it was in 2017 or 2013. I cannot remember off the top of my head. So not too terribly long ago, he passed away. Um, I believe Janet's still alive. I know all the kids are still alive as far as I could find. I would say Simon probably passed away. Simon probably passed away. He was pretty old, even in the <laughs> 80s. Simon was a cool um, old dog. So cool dog. He could As much as we made fun of Jack. Teleport. <laughs> Jack did a lot of wild stuff, but at the same time, yeah, it's think, a wild situation. I think anybody would in that situation, That's especially true. back then without all the... Stuff that they have learned. True. This was the 80s. Yes. There wasn't much on this kind of subject. There still realistically isn't. I mean, honestly, but even knowing the stuff I would do, I would probably do the same stupid shit. Yeah. You <laughs> Your first go? reaction is, fucking Fuck. bring it on. Fucking bite me. I mean, I used to instigate when I do my ghost hunts. So, I mean, not much different. Yeah, but you dickhead. Yeah, I try. Jack cared about his family. Well, I care about my family. <laughs> that, that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, but the Smurls are still alive. I care about most, most of my of family. That's fair. And uh, they're doing well. I know there's one. I don't want to say which one. Who <laughs> does a radio show about this kind of stuff. And it's kind of cool. I have not listened to it, and I really should. And I think I'm going to try and listen to a few episodes of that. What? One one of the Smurls does a radio show. Oh, really? About, like, supernatural things. Oh, you told me about it. Yes. I think we discussed it on, like, episode one or two. Yeah, but I, didn't, I, I, I knew she was doing paranormal stuff. I didn't know the radio show. Oh, my God. You know what's weird to think? We've been doing this for over a month. Mm-hmm. Over a fucking month, we've done this one book. Yep. <laughs> I fucking hate this. But it's done. It's done. It's done. We're done. It's not a good conclusion. It's a conclusion. Fireworks. <laughs> I was looking for celebration ones. All right. I mean, it's not that great because it just sounds like somebody throwing something on a wall. I, I found a celebration one that's supposed to be royalty free and then it was pricing. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> It, I'm glad it's over. It's a good story. It's long. We have to re like anytime we think of something we want to do like this again, we gotta really think it through. Yeah. 
We gotta not just go off the fucking rails with it. Well, I mean, I don't mind doing multi-part, but not six episodes. It's like six parts, We dog. did, like, what most podcasts do for a full fucking season. Yeah. Six? A month and a half of nothing but smurl. No wonder we don't have anybody following us. It's nothing but smurls. Hey, we, the sm- Wait, how episodes... many episodes do we have in total? This will be 14. So a little under half. I was going to say, almost... Half of our stuff has been nothing but smurls. Hey, to be fair, we didn't have listeners before. <laughs> yeah, but now we definitely won't have listeners now. That's that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, well. But yeah. it's over, and we will start. Who goes next? Is it me? I don't know. We have to look back and see who's the last one. I think it's me. I will check real quick. I think I'm next, and I, I'm, I'm excited because I want to do something interesting and fun. Will I do something interesting no. and fun? Probably not. You'll do all the serious parts and not get to the ghost parts. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Just flip through the page and see whose icon it was. I'm going to. I had to go find it real quick and you fucking insulted me like that. Like, damn dog. I I Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's you next. Is it? Yes. Because ah. I did the Morris Theater Ghost. And then you did we the did the Morris Theater. <laughs> hey, I didn't name this episode. You I'm just, did. I'm just bringing that knife in a little farther for you. Yeah, and then we did The Haunted. And then, yeah, yeah. then so it's you now. Next. You can go if you want. If Fuck you have, no. like, one lined up. I don't have one lined up, but I have a few in mind. I ooh gonna smack the shit out of the table again and it's official it's an official episode when i kick the shit or hit the shit out of the table yes that's true <laughs> i know but you we have got one. all the fancy shit now so it doesn't translate straight into the mic that's true now we i, I know you have one you wanted to do you i'm saving t- it for when ed comes damn because it's too good to waste on her Listeners, waste out. No, I just—it's a really cool one. I want to save it for like when he's here too. So Do we have a, a a win and where? No. Cool. Uh, well, I I want to say thank you, Ed, for letting us use your amazing music that you have provided to us. It's good. We enjoy it. I love our intro and our outro. I, like I said before, I still listen to it every time. I. Mm-hmm. When I'm editing everything, I always listen to the full intro and then I just stop and upload it. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually at the last part so that's fair right okay good talk i'm glad we did it. you wanna i thought you were like, trying to hold my hand or something no like, i was fuck? gesturing gonna, like, towards you gonna hold hands Not and lower our heads that we're done Gest- with this story now and say a little prayer of please fucking read the card okay if you ever want to get a hold of us like everybody already hasn't done you can <laughs> email us Woo! at arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter at arcanumobscura or on Instagram at arcanumobscurapodcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow, rate, and review on Apple, Google, everybody that allows it. Uh, tell your friends and family. Share us with your friends and family. And your dearly hated if Arch you don't like us, nemesis. you can just put us on for your pets when you go away. Ooh. We put on the Smurl episodes. We have a like great a segment for hamsters. Yeah. 
and where gerbils can be placed more efficiently without hurting them or you. Mm-hmm. Not not in any like uh, wood shavings. I would die. No, no, more like rectal orifices. I knew we were getting it, but I was trying to avoid that. I'm not because it's the end of the podcast. I gotta say something stupid. <clears throat> you had the whole podcast. At least end the end, like at least end it with some kind of like intelligent form of entertainment. Okay, try your best. Here you go. Tape the gerbil's mouth and lube it up good, or you're gonna get torn up. All right, <laughs> you know I I asked for intelligence. You gave me something. That's for sure. Lube it up real good. Have a good day, everybody, or night. Yep. Bye. Goodbye.